G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. We're coming back to a topic that perhaps for some needs to be revisited in some frequency and that is the idea that fear is upon us as a nation. There are so many things to be fearful of, maybe not just the COVID pandemic, but all sorts of issues around nations that are rising up and possibilities of war and economic challenges, natural disasters. Those sorts of things are challenging. And as Christians, we take note of a different dimension that gives us an ability to put that fear into its place. But there's something that makes a difference in the lives of some that is referred to often as a spirit of fear. Let's talk about fear today once again with Robin Johnson, who founded the Million Praying Men, but leads the mission organisation Beyond Here. Robin, welcome back to 2020. Hi, Neil. Great to be back again. Hi to the listeners as well. Robin, sometimes there's confusing because we're told to fear God and uh, 365 times the Bible says, fear not. How do you just make sense of that for people? (laughs) That's a good question. Well, when we're talking about, you know, the fear of God, when we look at original language and so on, without getting into a great theological debate, I mean, the fear of God is, is more about reverence. I don't know if, if this is a good illustration, but there are people who, who are, are afraid of snakes, a great fear, um, or, or spiders, if you like. Um, I, don't, I don't fear spiders, but I certainly reverence them because I know that they have power to, to do something to my life. And, and so, I mean, we have the same thing with the Lord, that yes, we, we have a fear, but, but it's a reverence. It's, it's a healthy fear because you've got to attach who God is to that fear. And if God is just some horrible, you know, evil dictator type sort of deity up there, well, yeah, you'd shake in your boots. But he's not. He's, he's a God of love. His intrinsic nature is goodness. And so when it says that we fear him, it's, it's not based on his evil, but it's based on the goodness of God to the level that we respect him because he does have power over our lives. So if we have this healthy, reverential fear for God, which I guess comes in our submission to him, our trust in him, knowing that he's got our future in his hands, then all of the other things that are sent to fear us, the things we're seeing on the news headlines every day, uh, those sorts of things come into a context then because the context is in God is the one who's in charge, in control. All these other fears have a place that ought not to dominate us. Exactly right. And and the fear is, is amplified um, because we have no control. With God, in a sense, we have control. We have control of submission to a caring, loving God. But... 
irrational fear that that's produced and 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 even right now the fear that that people have i remember saying and, and so did others i'm not a, a you know the only voice but right at the beginning of this pandemic i remember saying and i heard others say that the biggest thing bigger than covid is going to be the fear that it generates in people's lives and th- that is devastating and so that fear, not just emotional, although most of us might have had those sorts of feelings on an emotional level, but if we understand a biblical foundation, there's even deeper a spirit of fear that we might be able to understand here. Uh, you know, God has not given us a spirit of fear, uh, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. There is a certain sense in which there is a spirit of fear. Is that something that needs to have special attention? Um, yes, if someone is suffering from a spirit of fear, in other words, that's, I mean, that's uncontrollable, irrational um, fear that, that dominates and controls a person's life. It, it, it may come about by some traumatic event in their life, something that was that was that was evil, something that was done to them, and and as as an unsaved person, uh, a, a fear has has entered into them, and that spirit of fear has taken up residence and is living in that person. How do you deal with that sort of thing, Robin? Uh, you're, you've been a minister of the gospel for a long, long time, and you've had a special ministry into other cultures as well, where there's a very significant spiritual context. How do you deal with a spirit of fear? Well, thankfully, um, Neil, we have been given power in the name of Jesus. You know, if... if when when Jesus sent out the disciples, he told them to heal the sick, to 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 raise the dead, to 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 heal the the, the lepers, and to cast out the demons. And, and we have a right in God. We have authority in the name of Jesus to to cast out demons out of a person's life who is controlled and manipulated. Can it happen in your own personal prayer time? Do you need to have someone special, you know, doing a biblical thing like laying on of hands or you might be concerned about social distancing uh, with those sorts of ministry ways that often happen in churches? Can this happen in your own prayer time, uh, being delivered of a spirit of fear? I I believe it can. Um, I think that there may be some who would disagree with me. But I think I think you can take authority over things in your own life, and 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 have them broken. I mean, it comes down to the individual, maybe, and their relationship with the Lord, or 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 their knowledge of Scripture, or their knowing that they really have the authority in Jesus' name. I I wouldn't disagree with that whatsoever. Um, but a spirit of fear, in my experience, usually someone needs to be praying for that person and uh, to take authority um, with that person on behalf of that person to to bind bind that spirit and to cast that spirit out. I wonder whether you've got any thoughts about uh, what happens within families because we might recognise there are family members close to us that are gripped by fear in this time when there's a pandemic and there's potential war or uh, economic challenges, uh, all sorts of things that could make us fearful. Even the idea of climate change for a lot of people is a very fearful thing. 
If you're a parent or you've got family members who are gripped by this fear, any thoughts about you know what sort of things you might look for, uh, any ways that you might approach, how you might be a pastoral carer in your own family? Well, you've, you've got to bring hope. <laughs> you've got to be able to speak hope into that person's life. Um, the, the worst thing you can do is just simply dismiss it as, as some emotional response. Uh, each person is an individual and they respond to circumstances and situations differently. And if you're facing someone or have someone in your household facing a, a situation and, and you're hearing from their words um, or, or you're watching their behavior that, that they are fearful, well, the, you need to speak hope into their life. You need to be speaking scriptures into their life, and you need to be praying for them. And if if it's bigger than what you think you can handle, then you need to get hold of your pastoral team and uh, get help for this person. But you've got to open a door of communication with that person who's who's showing the symptoms of of you know intense fear. So speaking hope, modelling that hope in your own life no doubt and the idea of being connected to your local church this is a little bit like an antidote to fear because at our local church being exposed to that time of praise and worship and sitting under the preaching of the word whether that's face to face or for a lot of people right now uh, beaming that into your uh, living room uh, via Zoom, uh, there's a certain sense in which the idea of faith as an antidote to fear is is happening when you're under the preaching of the Word. Any thoughts around about that power? Well, it's that's the power of the Word, Neil, isn't it? That's as, as when truth is being spoken. Jesus said the truth shall set you free. Um, and, and so that's an, an environment that we, we need to submit ourselves to. Um but I, I do have a story from way back in our days when we were involved in ministry in a, in a church in Christchurch, New Zealand, um, back in the early 80s, um, quite some time before we, we came to Australia. Um, we got a, a phone call from a, from a lady who was attending our church, and, and she had um, uh, adult children. I think one was probably late teens, and the, early, the other one was in her early 20s, I think. Um, and she had noticed that you know the, the, these these youngsters had real issues and problems, and they couldn't they break through. They tried to make some sort of commitment to Christ, and and so we were invited to the house to to speak with her, but also the children, um, with the young adults as they were. Um, and so the, the primarily it was the son who had had some background with drugs, etc., and and so on. The short story is we we spent time with him, we prayed with him, prayed through the issues, we um, cast out certain spiritual forces that were controlling his life and so on. Um, but then she introduced us to her daughter, um, uh, a young woman, I think she was married at that time, and she began to share what she was facing and the things that were dominating and controlling her life. And so we began to think that you know, this is more than just natural things. This is this is a spiritual thing that's happening in this young woman's life. And so we talked to her, we counseled her, we we invited her to be assured of her salvation in Christ. And we began to pray for her. And almost immediately, this woman just went into a manifestation. 
and she just began to scream and kick and and I think she flew back and landed on the couch of this house and you know this wasn't a church it was just in someone's home and um and and, and my wife was with me and we discerned immediately that this was a a, a spirit of fear we had come across it several times before in our in our ministry through the 70s and 80s and and uh, and, and so Again, the short story is that we persisted over this. We took authority over the spirit of fear in the name of Jesus and broke the power of that thing in her life. We we told it to go, to leave it. This spirit wasn't to habitate in this young woman's life, the authority of the blood and the name of Jesus. And she was set free, absolutely set free. And, and transformation, absolute transformation in her life. Next time she turned up in church about a week later, she looked like a different girl. And uh, she got on fire for Jesus, got involved in the church. <laughs> Just total transformation. Well, many of us might experience fear in these current times around all sorts of things that could be personal and that could be national. Uh, the idea of intellectual level fears, then emotional level fears, and as you're describing now, Robin Johnson, and taking us a step deeper into this idea of fear, the idea that there is a spiritual level that fear needs to be dealt with, and uh, the sorts of things you're talking about would have a biblical foundation to them, the idea of deliverance from fear. Uh, wonderful to get your insights, Robin, and there may be listeners who will want to connect with you more personally, maybe even uh, ask you personal questions. Uh, the way you connect with Robin Johnson is through his website beyondhere.org.au. Beyondhere.org.au, it's a mission organization, and you can also access the Exhorter newsletter dealing with all sorts of ethical and challenging issues in our society today. You can subscribe to the Exhorter newsletter. But you can connect with Robin Johnson at beyondhere.org.au. Robin, thanks so much for sharing your insights today on 2020. Thanks, Neil. It's been a great privilege. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.